0: You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart.
1: Let's take you around the league with a great friend of the program, DJ Shockley, the former Falcons quarterback. DJ, thanks for taking the time. You're still close to your old team, but you can be objective. ESPN has Atlanta number 2 in their preseason power rankings. Why do you believe this team will not deal with a Super Bowl hangover after their collapse last year in Houston?
0: Be well, Cordell. Good to be with you guys. Uh, and, the, you know, the unique thing about it is uh, this preseason, I've got a chance to do the sideline reporting. So I'm on the sideline. I get to be close to the the guys in action. I get to talk to DQ. And uh, the feeling around this team is that happened so long ago. It feels like uh, they're not even thinking about it. They're not talking about it. They're thinking about 2017 and how they can get better and adding pieces to the puzzle to make sure – Things like last year don't happen, but uh, I'll tell you what, what makes this team, uh, what's going to make them a little bit better is obviously their depth. Uh, the last couple of preseason games, though, in the second half, the second, third string guys have really given away a couple of leads. They really haven't showed up to the capabilities that they want them to, so that's the only thing that they're pretty much worried about right now is getting those guys who are at the bottom of uh, the 53-man roster to really show up and be those depth players, but other than that, this team has the focus they have, uh, the man in charge who definitely keeps them in check. And uh, week in and week out, this team is on a mission to show why they should be back in the Super Bowl this year.
2: Yeah, DJ, you, you say they're on the mission and, and you say you're on the sideline and you're somewhat feeling the energy of what they're doing. But when watching that game, this team on offense and defense is moving extremely fast. and And, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know if it's because you know, they're just feeling the good energy because of the new stadium, because they felt like they really won the game last year to just understanding that the things you mentioned, there is depth, okay? Uh, Players have gotten signed to new deals to where the team is still intact. Do you think this team is really playing this good because they have the confidence or this is just the traditional Atlanta Falcons we've seen over some time?
0: You know, I think it goes back to the way these guys practice. These guys practice fast. I mean, they're running from drill to drill. It's kind of it's one of those things that they make habits so they get in the game, things slow down. I had a chance to talk to one of the the guys and they were talking about the game from last week against Miami and this is a defensive guy who said, I just felt like we were moving faster than the other team was. We get to go against our offense who goes fast every single day. We're going fast in our drills. We're always up tempo and when we get in the game it seems like things slow down for them. I think this is a process that they're going through throughout the entire offseason now into training camp and now it's transferred over into games is they want to play faster. And you just mentioned it. Defensively, they look faster than they were last year. It's it's tough to get better than they were last year offensively. Uh, I think Steve Sarkisian came in already, and there hasn't been a hiccup yet, especially in the first unit. They've gone out and scored touchdowns, and they're open to drive. Uh, this game versus, last game versus Pittsburgh, they go 10 plays, 91 yards, Four and a half minutes off the clock and, you know, and they get a touchdown defensively, two, three and outs uh, to start the game. This is a, a team that plays fast and they're playing with a lot of confidence right now, and I think it's going to transpire over, uh, especially when they start uh, the season one when they open in Chicago.
1: Let me play my role as the contrarian on this show. And, Cordell, you can jump in. You're based in Atlanta. If this team is so fast, fellas, why did they run out of gas in the Super Bowl? If they're moving so quickly, where was that when I was watching the third and fourth quarter in Houston?
0: Well, I think the biggest thing is what we just talked about in the first question was the depth. Uh, obviously, they they had on the field a lot. Uh, they ran 90 plus plays, and frankly, they got worn out. And uh, New England found a way to get after these guys a little bit more and uh, find ways to find the holes in their defense. And I think last year they lacked that depth, especially up front, getting to the quarterback or the depth on the back end. Now they got depth six, seven, eight deep. Uh, in the front seven for sure. And again, Desmond Trufon back on the back end, one of the leaders of that defense. Uh, yeah, it was tough to see it. And, you know, it's one of those things you look back on and say, man, how can they not stop them? But it's part of the game. And I think not having that depth played a huge role in that game last year and they just warmed down.
2: One thing I've had a problem with uh, when it came down to the Falcons is their inability to finish. And, and, and one thing I – I think is going to not and not just put it all on the Super Bowl. I think the Super Bowl was the tall tale of everything. It's been a few games and I can go back to even in the early part of, of, of Matt Ryan's career. Uh, he was at his best when he went no huddle uh, for whatever reason, they call the regular plays during the regular, during the regular downs or what have you. Uh, everything is, you know, it's, it's, it's moving. But when he does no huddle, I mean, it's pretty extraordinary. But yet at the same time, Having to come from behind after starting off so fast, how many times have you seen DJ? They're up seventeen nothing in the first quarter, or they're up twenty to nothing in the first half, or twenty to seven, or twenty to three, and they end up squandering that that lead. Do you think they correct that issue? Because it wasn't just in the Super Bowl. This has been happening over the last couple years with this team to where they cannot finish games, and if you can't finish, it'll be the same end result. I say again, uh, this upcoming season, if it's not corrected, correct
0: yeah yeah you bring up a great point and it's been one of the things where this team this organization they've always stressed let's start fast let's start fast and they have jumped out on teams and and then you kind of have a lull throughout the middle of the game then you try to finish but the other team has found their streak and that's one of the things that just watching practice being around this team that's one thing that they focus on even more is yeah we want to start fast but we also want to finish uh there was a A thing they had last week where – well, not just last week, but any week in practice, they're always competing at the end of practices with 11-11, 7-0-7, what it may be. They're competing in everything they do. And they had a a tie last week between offense and defense. And Coach Quinn is a guy who said, okay, we don't want to tie. We always want to finish. And he stressed. That's not what we're about. We're competing we're finishing. So they had a little – they call it like a little punt kickoff between some of the linemen to determine who would finish, who would win, and it was fun in games, you know, for the guys to, you know, catch a punt, the big offensive linemen, defensive linemen. But I think the bigger picture was, yeah, we competed, we worked hard, but it, we still didn't finish, and they found a way to finish. And I think that's part of the way they're practicing. They're going out there, we're going to finish. Not just we're going to go out and we're going to start fast and get up on teams. Uh, but, Cordell, you bring up a great point. The last few years, uh, most of the Falcons games have been high-scoring affairs. Where they got scored 30 35 points, and, and defense giving up a lot. So hopefully that changes this year. But, you know, only time to tell, and we'll see once the games come around if they can finish a game.
1: He's Cordell Stewart. I'm Brian Weber taking you around the league with our good friend DJ Shockley, the former Falcons quarterback. DJ, I want a quick reaction here. Don't think about it too much because I think that tells the tale in terms of Hall of Fame analysis. Anquan Bolden retiring yesterday. Is he a Hall of Famer?
0: i say yeah. I mean, his number's... Uh, probably not as good as a, a Reggie Wayne or somebody like that. But I think what he's done over his career uh, in the different franchises that he's been a part of and the, the influence that he's made, he is a player that you look at and you still wonder. He probably still has a little bit more. But I think the numbers, everything he's done over his career, they say Hall of Fame. And I know there's a couple of receivers that still in front of him that are waiting to get in. But uh, I think he definitely will be on that list and, and be one that's going to be talked about and argued about if he can get in.
2: Does the Falcons get back to the Super Bowl this year?
0: You know, it's going to be tough. I think they have all the the ability. I think they got the players in the right spots. I think they learned a lot from last season. But, obviously, uh, you, you got to get out your division first off. The division is going to be stacked with a bunch of teams that are on the rise. Obviously, Tampa is a team that everybody thinks about is on the rise as well. and Carolina adding pieces. But outside the division of Dallas and Green Bay, I mean, there's so many teams. That could be there at the end of the season. Uh, the Falcons could be one of those teams as well. and uh, The way they're clicking early now, it's going to be hard to stop this team, uh, especially on offense. But defensively, I think it's where you'll see the biggest change for this team and really will propel them going forward.
1: Most importantly, as we say goodbye, if they win the Super Bowl, do you get a ring, DJ?
0: <laughs> I don't Ooh. know, man. I have to ask about that, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm close to him so. I might have to lobby for
1: it. <laughs> I'm going to say sideline reporter Put you on the list, and we know Mr. Blank <laughs> is very generous. DJ, we appreciate the time. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll chat with you soon on the NFL on TuneIn. All right, fellas. In Cordell,
0: I was in Pittsburgh, man. There's too many freaking towels out there, man. In time for getting up to me about it, I was like. Hey, was
2: right that's here. what they do. That's so what they do, again. DJ. Well, people here. They do. That's what they do, man. I mean, you know one thing for sure. If you were sweating <laughs> or you were crying, you had a towel to grab.
0: <laughs> I will win, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Take you, DJ. Him, all right, fellas. Appreciate you. all Be good day. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune.
1: 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown!
0: The National Football League is on. Tune in.